on this episode of My Lash Two Brain Cells. Um, if there's something in your business that, you know, is super valuable to you, maybe you created yeah. it, um, it might be worth it to you to look into um, sharing it with others. Yeah. If you have cute Canva templates. I even know, yeah, I... Hello, my loves. I'm Maddie Morris. And I'm Elliot Morris. And we're your hosts. And welcome to My, my Lash, Lash 2 Brain Cells. Cells. Today, we are going to be talking all about ways that you can be making an extra thousand bucks a month in your lash business. Very specifically, Love your it. lash business. Very specifically. <laughs> if you are doing facials. Click away. Click away. Not Stop for you, watching. babe. This is for the lash baddies. This is for the lash baddies only. <laughs> now, I think this could be applicable to anyone in beauty. I think so, too. Um, right? Especially if you are a working lash artist. These are just some things that I was doing when I kind of capped out at my income potential um, for what I was charging. Like, I was fully booked with clients. I had a wait list and everything like yep. that. Um, and I just wanted to like supplement my income and just like make, you know, yeah, an, for sure, make an like, extra bag a month. Like if you're a lash artist and or you're doing any sort of beauty stuff, like obviously your number one priority is getting more clients, charging higher prices. Yeah. But there is like a schedule that you can do that. There's only like a certain timeline that you can like raise your prices on. You can't raise your prices every month, you know, and getting new clients like is your full-time job but mm -hmm. it's it's not all going to happen at once yeah. and especially if you um if you're getting still working on getting new clients these can work for you or if you're fully booked like you can't get new clients and so you can't raise your income that way so um these are great ways that you can increase the value of the clients that you do have and you can kind of increase your income without having to you know hire someone yeah or, or do anything that's good increase the value of the income you're currently making increase the value of the clients, clients you, currently you're have. Cur you currently have without yeah. spending more hours behind the bed exactly we're trying to no you're not going to be we're not going <laughs> to okay the first tip is not work weekends and nights like you're not <laughs> i'm like number one do what i did <laughs> <laughs> do what madison did work um 12 hours a day six days a week um and then also work four day four hours on your day off because you have some clients that you can get in <laughs> Yeah, I definitely was in my uh, work harder, not smarter era for a mm -hmm. good like four years. Tim Ferriss would be so disappointed. He would. He, he can never meet me. Yeah. Uh, I'm his biggest disappointment because I did. I definitely thought that um, I just had that mindset, you know, for years that my. You didn't have this episode. And so you're like, hmm, I want to make an extra thousand dollars a month. What should I do? I'll just work Sundays. I'll <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm finally exiting my hu my hustle and grind era. We are. We are. It's great. I love it. I support it. But I, I started realizing, you know, slowly that there had to be things that I could do to you know grow my brand and reach more people and help more people and in in turn supplement my income a little bit um, so these are the things that i personally just started doing when i was a working lash artist in alaska specifically yes because in alaska i was trying to i was trying to move out i was trying to make moolah and you know leave states so, yeah true yeah so saving was really important really important to me at that time and i really um wanted extra things that i could easily do to increase the value of each client. So um, number one was I got really serious about selling retail. And when yeah. people think about selling retail as a lash artist, they always think, well, I already sell retail, Maddie. I always sell, I already sell lash cleanser and I already sell uh, sleeping masks and I already sell um, what, like little lash cleansing brushes. Like that is not what I mean when I say sell retail. Like you should be operating a small store. <laughs> True. True. Um, and get really serious about it because if you just have a couple cleansers on a shelf in your lash room, 
it's not going to make you an extra thousand dollars a month. It's nobody's going to care. No one's going to buy them. You're still going to have to force your clients to use them. So what I mean by that is invest in product, a product line or product lines that you really believe in, believe in enough that you can communicate the product to everyone that comes in your room. And if you can communicate the product, you can sell the product. You can. So, okay. Don't make fun of me. (laughs) Um, so, uh, what, what that meant for me was I took any available space in my uh, last studio and I got big gold shelves or just big yeah. cheap shelves, whatever shelving you can find. If and you get pretty shelves, though, it helps sell them. It helps uh, sell make, them. If you make a very pretty display, yeah. you have a lot of stuff. Yeah. It looks like you want it to look like an Ulta. You know? Yeah. You want it. It's the same feeling when you go into like a high end spa at a resort and there's mm-hmm. just like walls and walls and walls and of these like, bougie wow. lotions and potions the and products. Land. The promised land. Yeah. Um, but if it's kind of like, you know, the shelves are dusty and it's dark and it's in the back, you're never going to touch those products. It needs to be well lit. It needs to be front and center. There needs to be product in the waiting room, in the mm-hmm. sitting area, mm-hmm. anywhere where your client's eyes are going to be. Hairstylists are great at this. Hairstylists are fantastic examples of this because you never go to your hairstylist and they're like, or to a high-end hairstylist, and they're like, okay, bye, see you later, you know, use Pantene. Oh. They always have beautifully displayed uh, high-end luxury products, you know, with great ingredients that they can consistently communicate to their clients why they're healthy for their hair. Yep. Um, and they sell them because they know that that protects the client's investment. Yep. Hairstylists are fantastic at this. And I yep. think lash artists just need to step up their game a little bit and start treating lashes as such a investment into their client's beauty ritual into their daily routine um and just a part of having lash extensions like having lash extensions is a commitment to the majority of people that get them Mm -hmm. um it's Mm -hmm. not just a one-time service so like they should be wanting to buy all your cute adorable high-end products that you can sell to them every time but you're probably like what products should i sell to them because how many lash products can there be there's lash shampoo there's lash safe makeup that's good. There's Lash That's Safe makeup. One. Nowadays, there are companies that sell Lash Safe eyeliner, Lash Safe liquid eyeshadows, um, Lash Safe bottom mascara, Lash Safe makeup, um, tons of stuff. That was kind of how I first got started yeah. in it. And I just had like a, a shade range that would suit pretty much all of my clients because all your your clients, um, typically, if they wear lash extensions, they probably wear a little bit of makeup on the special occasion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I started out. But then I started diving into the world of retail and I thought, what else can I offer these people? And I was selling. Here's what I was selling. Here was okay. my suite of what I was selling. I was selling lash cleanser and I always had at least like 50 cleansers on the shelf. Minimum 50 yeah. to 100 cleansers lining the shelf. And the more quantity you have of a certain product, the, the more you'll sell. The more clients believe that that's a product that you sell a lot of. True. Because um, you have like, if you have two cleansers on the shelf and if every appointment they come back and there's still two cleansers They're on the like, shelf, no one's buying this. Nobody's buying this. Why would I buy it? Yeah. But if you have, hun- you know, 50 and you're constantly posting on if your, your room is filled <laughs> with lash cleanser. <laughs> it's like at Olive Garden when they like do the little cheese wheel and they go, say, win and, and the room just fills when. with cheese just fill your room with lash shampoo <laughs> but yeah just uh have a, a good quantity of what you're selling so that it visually appears um that this is a product that you keep stocked and that is you know sells like hotcakes yeah post about it when you get new inventory coming coming in you know i they, just got 50 new they were restocked in. message me to reserve one yeah um so my f- suite when i first started out with retail was and this was making me an extra you know oh over a thousand way more you're making probably um and with with all of it that you were doing you're probably making an extra like three four thousand bucks a month from it like a yeah, lot um, of money yeah so 
Uh, originally, it was, and this is originally, it was bubble shampoo. It was lash cleansing brushes. It was lash safe makeup. So uh, eyeliners, mascaras for your bottom lashes, and liquid eyeshadows that I sold for $25 a piece. I think I bought them for like $16 or $17 a piece. So yeah. high markup. You were selling them over MSRP too. Wait, yeah. Because it's like, it's like when, you can, you're at, when you're at the airport, a bottle of water is like five bucks. It's like, it's because it's there. It's convenient. You don't have any other options. Yeah. It's the same thing when you're at your lash appointment. Yeah. It's like they could get a cheaper one at Sephora, Absolutely. you know, but they're here. It's convenient. You're selling the stuff that yeah. you know works for them. You did the hard work of researching what's the best one. So you charge Absolutely. a premium. Absolutely. I was selling um, towelettes that were microfiber so they didn't catch on clients' lashes when they dabbed so them good. off. I was selling little lash fans. Um, I was selling, what else was I selling? Oh, uh, lash safe skincare like my cellar waters mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. that was specially formulated by lash brands like Lashbox. um they came out with a whole skincare line that i was selling for a period of time yep. um <clears throat> and then i created my own uh merchandise which if you are an established lash brand like your clients understand your branding you have a really clear brand message you know your colors and everything kind of matches and you have a great logo yeah. It might be time that you create some cute merch for your clients to support Absolutely. you outside of their lash appointments. Absolutely. So my first drop was I made these really cute cropped crew necks and I lived in Alaska. So everyone was cold. Um, and I sold them to every single client I had because oh, yeah. I had them displayed on every wall and I posted about them and I wore them every single day. It was like my personal uniform. Mm -hmm. um, and my friends were wearing them and uh, they were, you know, great gifts for people. And my clients just bought them like crazy. Oh, yeah. Because I had a cute logo. If your logo yeah. says you like... You invested into having a really good cute logo. Yeah. If your logo is something that's kind of just like a... a Generic. Yeah. You made it on Canva. Yeah. Probably not If gonna, it just says like Lash Spa Brittany, you know, maybe don't... You, it, it probably won't it sell. It probably won't sell. But if you have a logo that... Like when I was... <laughs> when I was a... Uh, Maddie the Lash Lady. I probably would not have no. sold that merch. But I had a cute logo of a girl with flowers. And, I mean, and you've seen it. It's on the website. It's everywhere. Yeah, it was. It, it looked like it could almost be a logo for like a tattoo shop or a yeah. coffee shop. It was very cute. Yeah, and at the time, it was like a big investment. You paid like 1600 bucks for the logo. Yeah, I paid two grand for my logo. So yeah. I was like, I want to use this thing. And um, <laughs> no shade to lashes by Britney. Like, I'm sure. No, no. That's a well I'm sure, I'm sure it's a well established brand. For sure. Um and you should make merch. But uh yeah, so then I started selling merchandise and um I sold like little artwork that I made. Yeah. Um just in anything that I could sell. Yeah, Madison is a very talented artist, if you didn't know. I'm not, but she is. She is. Okay. She did henna. She did henna tattoos. I did own a henna tattoo business for a She's, minute. I think you're a good artist. Thanks, you know? Ellie. You're <laughs> little remember your wood paintings that's what i sold guys those I, are so I cute sold wood paintings i would paint like bible verses on little like slices of wood that i got from <laughs> michael's and you do little them. mandalas yeah remember they were cute do you really think i'm a good artist yeah are actually. you lying no actually really remember remember no remember when we first started dating and you had that that painting you made of the ship yeah i thought that was so good really? i thought that was so impressive yeah and you were like no it's stupid it's so bad i was like no this is like one of the I love I love it. I think Aww, it is great. Thanks, Billy. My original like dream was to maybe be like a tattoo artist or something of the sort. So yeah. I was really into art. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, and like if you like art, hang your art on your walls. Sell Come it. On. It's a merchandising opportunity. Literally. Honestly, yeah, you made quite a bit from that. And then, oh, around at, around Christmas time, I was oh, I was probably selling. Oh like, yeah, I was probably selling like eighty bucks of my paintings a day. Oh, especially when you were, yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially when you um you had clients. <gasps> Can I just oh, interject something no, really no. fast? I guys, 
I was a retail hustler. I was making, I would work like 12 hour days and then I would come home. I was legitimately 19 years old. I would come home and I would paint Christmas ornaments. Yeah. They were so cute. (laughs) This is such a throwback. I would paint Christmas ornaments from like, you know, 7 p.m. to like 11 p.m. And then I would like sell them the next day. But that was my downtime. I love it. Yeah, that was how you unwinded was by working. Uh, I know. If you guys just have any like talents or skills, like don't be afraid to, you know, put those out there in your salon and, oh, yeah. and sell You were making stuff. a bunch off of like uh, custom pieces that custom you d- were pieces, doing for yeah. clients. Like yeah. people were commissioning work. Yeah. It was Yeah, it was great. That was like a great source of income for you. So it if was. you have anything that like is like a hobby or something that you're passionate about where you like make stuff. If you sell mixtapes. If you sell (laughs) mixtapes, freaking give every one of your clients a mixtape. Imagine getting your lashes done and your lash artist is just like, you want my mixtape? It's $15. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could be the next Crayshon. Come on. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then when I moved into Arizona, I wanted to, I had a big lash artist following and I was really passionate about the product line that I was using. And so I was like, what if I became an official retail retail distributor? Um, And I decided to basically build my shelf into a whole like retail suite of products. For lash artists. So I sold an entire product line um, of a brand where I had tweezers and lashes and adhesives and aftercare and all the things that a lash artist would need. Mm-hmm, but it also, mm-hmm. so I had lash artists coming in to pick a product every day, yep. but I also had clients that were so curious mm-hmm. because they would come in and see this beautifully displayed shelf of products mm-hmm. um, that people were constantly coming in and buying off my shelves. And they were like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And I'm like, oh, this is um, this lash cleanser. This is this mm-hmm. makeup. Like it's popular for this reason, this reason, this reason. Here's why you should use it. Um, and I was in turn selling more to my clients as well as lash artists so if you're yep. at that stage where you um have a product line you're super passionate about you you know love them as a company and their products um and it makes sense for your profit margins to sell like obviously if you're buying a pack of lashes for 20 dollars and you're retailing it for 23 like it's Don't not worth it. your time Don't do it. but if you're buying a pack of lashes for seven dollars or ten dollars yeah. and well and generally if you work if you find a brand that you mm-hmm. really like they'll wholesale yeah. their products for retailers like that's that's the way that most lash brands that's will pretty get their standard stuff. for big brands yeah absolutely so you can generally get lashes for like 40 50 percent off um and then you can retail it and then the only catch for that is that you have to place generally bigger orders generally it's going to be like over three thousand bucks you can place a wholesale order uh different different brands will have like different minimums too but um once you're at the stage of your business where like if you can afford to invest, you know, three thousand bucks uh, every like couple months in placing a big order, yeah. and then just having it stocked on your shelves, you can absolutely sell it to other lash artists. Especially if you're like, if you're in a town where no one is retailing this specific yeah. brand, or you're in an area where no one is retailing a specific brand that you think is really always good. think about what's lacking in your area. Yeah, you can totally do it because one of the things that one of the biggest selling points like a reason that people would come to you to buy your stuff instead of just like, because you're probably thinking, why wouldn't they just buy it through the website is like people run out of stuff. And so like, if you're the only one in your area who's selling a particular brand that a lot of lash artists use and they run out of glue and, or they, their order got delayed for some reason, like if they can just run over to your space, grab it, go back, you're saving them tons of heartache and tons of energy. And like you're, you're, 
saving them a ton of trouble because you'd be amazed how many people i had come in just at an emergency oh yeah absolutely yeah even if (laughs) your brand wasn't the brand that they were used to they just didn't have any other options i've done it a million times like i remember i had a glue crisis i i've only had one glue crisis my entire career because i stay stocked baby but it was like last new year's eve i uh had a bunch of adhesives come in and and they were all off they were all like um it was like a manufacturing issue. So I, I was stuck with like eight adhesives that didn't work and I had a full set. Um, and I remember I literally was like on Facebook, like lash. It was so desperate. Was I was like lash adhesive sales near me. Like it was so, you know, Craigslist mm-hmm. vibes. Mm-hmm. And, and I r- had to run into someone else's suite yep. that and just bought a glue from her from a random brand I'd never used. Yep. Um, and I paid top dollar for it. And yeah. I had no idea if it worked or not. But I was in a bind and that is what got me through that day. Yeah, 100%. And another side benefit of retailing uh, like products to lash artists is that you're way less likely to run out of stuff because you're staying stocked. You I know? never run out of yeah. glue ever again. No, yeah. You never run out of lashes. You never run out of glue never. because you have like... 500 trays in your in your on your shelves because you're selling it to other lash artists and as soon as you start getting low you place another three thousand dollar order you get freaking a hundred lash trays coming in and then yeah you're never gonna run out so it it makes things a lot easier because you're not worried about you know yeah trying to trying to buy five trays at a time to to try and predict what you're going to need for the next month because you're like well I'll just order a bunch and then yeah. sell it and if you're wondering how to properly um or how to effectively um advertise that you're a product retailer uh facebook groups are really a, there's yeah there's a few things that facebook groups for lash artists are good for <laughs> there are very few but unless one, you join lightheart lash besties that is the, the best facebook the group, best in, facebook the group <laughs> in the industry everyone there is wonderful nice girls only nice girls only um, if you're a mean girl don't join i i will i won't let you join yeah, we'll I have, ban you. I have two rules, and one of them is be yep. nice. You have to say when you when you join, you have to say I am a nice girl. And if yeah. you say you're a mean girl, I have two cut. rules. Rule number one is you have to be a nice girl, and rule number two is rule number one. <laughs> and rule number three is no MLMs. <laughs> but uh, that, that's wait. the only rules. Yeah, I can't wait for the day someone joins the Lightheart Lash Festies group and they're like, "Hey, have you guys heard of Arbon?" <laughs> cut off bonk no bonk bonk um okay so uh if you're in a facebook group that is location specific like i originally joined like alaska lash artists or alaska estheticians and i just posted like hey guys you know i have nothing to i I, I sell product yeah i i sell product 24 7 send me your you know if If you're you're ever running low stop by here's where i'm at yeah simple 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 but it put it out there that when people in the back of their mind when they do have that emergency they're always like oh i remember that one girl posted on facebook six months ago who who is she you know and that was really how i had people find me was just slowly putting it out that like this is who i am and this is what i sell yeah yeah you don't you don't do salesy salesy with it at all because lash products in an area where there is no lash product pickup will sell yeah because the thing is no one minds someone selling their stuff if it's something they really need absolutely like if you just come to if you come to people in just being like hey i just i sell this stuff if you're ever running low if you ever have an emergency if you just want to buy stuff without having to worry about shipping like stop by i have it like that's it just let them know and yeah and now like you, you've had you have people just coming by just randomly. Oh well, now it got to be too much. It got to be too much. I actually shut down my product pickup recently because we, we had people just like calling the coffee shop and they're like, "I'm outside, I need glue," 
and the coffee shop was like this is a coffee shop this is a coffee shop <laughs> they're like call maddie and then they would call you and they'd be like i'm outside and yeah. madison's like i'm at home <laughs> like yeah I, I i had a pretty structure where, where people would message me their order i would box it up for them and they would pick it up yep. and that's how i ended up doing it because i was having you know two customers a day yeah um and yeah, it was easy and, and too many people found out about it yeah i don't know where are they hearing about it i don't even know word of mouth but i, I recently guess. had to shut it down because it just got way too chaotic for me and it wasn't it just was crazy so but if it's like if this is a major source of income for you then it's worth the trouble yeah for sure yeah but, this... but yeah it was at the point for us where like we it was it made more sense for us to spend the time that we would be spending buying big orders and like packing them up and all that it made more sense for us to spend the time on like the education stuff and the podcast and yeah. it's like we have other stuff that's a higher priority for us so we're like okay well this is um a, a smaller source of income compared to the other stuff so we're like okay we'll cut this off so we can focus on the main things yeah because for, but for yeah. a time in my life i mean that oh, was, it was great, huge huge it was huge when we first moved here that was a godsend yeah like when you didn't no have clients. many clients <laughs> yeah absolutely you didn't have any clients like most of your following was lash artists so like it was it was harder to get clients because like everyone on your instagram was just other lash artists yeah and um but it made it really easy to sell product because you're like hey i sell product and everyone's Stop like, by. I'm and everyone's like, oh, I'm, I'm outside, girl. Yeah. Um, number two, I wanted to talk about um, to to make you know an extra thousand bucks or so a month is if there is something in your business that you are currently that is currently useful to you that you created, it might be worth it to sell it to others. Um, so, for example, like digital products. Do tell. The way that I started selling digital products, it was totally by accident. I had a woman reach out to me and she said, hi, Maddie. Um, I've heard that you do like great consultations with your clients. Do you have a consultation form? Um, and if so, can I buy it from you? And I said, well, I do have a consultation form. Um, and I guess you can buy it for sure. <laughs> and I was like, I, I've never sold it, um, but I would be happy to, to give it to you because I just... I didn't see any harm in, in sending my consultation form to yeah. a woman that lived across the States if it would help her out. So I sent it to her. And, and she then she venmo to you like 40 bucks. And then she said, how much is how much is it? And I said, well, it's not for sale. So I really don't have a price for it. So I said, Venmo me whatever it's worth to you. Yeah. And she venmo me 40 bucks. And so I was like, works for me. Cool. And she messaged me after and she was like, this is a great consultation form. Like, it, I love it. It's easy. It's simple. You and know. then because because we were not very smart, we were like the the realization dawned on us it took it took that happening we're like wait a second we can sell this to other people <laughs> our last two brain cells were rubbing together. they were rubbing so hard and i was like could we sell this could we sell this yeah. well i guess we already did <laughs> and so then we put it on the website we did so i go ellie can you like put this on the website and we could you know sell it and so we did and i think it was around 40 bucks because i was yeah. like i think we do 37 yeah or 35 yeah whatever. give them a deal yeah and um and we have sold a, lot, great. Sold we, a lot of them. You know, so, we sold hundreds and hundreds now. Yeah. It's maybe thousands. I don't even know. I, don't I haven't even tried So um, if there's something in your business that, you know, is super valuable to you, maybe you created yeah. it, um, it might be worth it to you to look into um, sharing it with others. Yeah. If you have cute Canva templates. That I you've even made. know. Yeah. I even know lash artists that just have like... Um, what is it like client mapping guides or yeah. like little things like that and they put it on etsy oh yeah absolutely you can put it on etsy if you don't have your own website yeah. like we put it on our own website so that you know we get a higher percentage um we just pay the credit card processing fees we don't have to worry about like giving another platform a percentage yeah um and it's like easier to have everything in one place but if you don't have a website where you have um like all the infrastructure set up to like sell things online then yeah you can just throw it on etsy if you have a little guide 
or if you do something uh kind of unique in your business where you um that you could teach other people in like a video you could throw it up on teachable you know you can make a little online course sort of thing you can sell it for whatever you want people will buy it it's super easy like there's so many ways that you can just start selling your knowledge and the things that you've made online yeah. like it's it's a great way to make a little extra income especially if it's like if it's something where you really like a particular part of your job or you are kind of starting to specialize in something where you're maybe really good at mapping your clients or you're really good at the like client experience you can make a little video course on like how to provide a great client experience yeah. and then you can sell it for don't sell it for a ton sell it for like 30 40 50 bucks maybe 100 bucks if it's like a bigger course yeah and um yeah you can easily make start making like an extra thousand bucks a month a couple hundred bucks a month like it's not going to be huge at first especially if you don't have like a really big online following or you're not running ads or getting like way more complicated with it but you can easily start bringing in an extra just a couple hundred bucks a month just from something that you made one time you put it up you talk about it every once in a while it's like it's a great little source of income yeah and i i i think it's super valuable to new artists you know that just they need these little resources from actual mm -hmm. lash artists and not like yep. giant companies that don't know anything about lashes yep. like my friend andy um recently made like a client record book where you oh, like have smart. it on your ipad and you have a picture of your client and all their records and their mapping um and like what you did on them so you can remember and their consultation i just thought it was genius i'm like this is so cute yeah it's great um and so if you need something like that buy it from andy at lash withdrawal um but i just but i just think like stuff like that is is so cool and you can definitely supplement your income with that and it helps it helps everyone hurts no one helps helps everyone. the economy helps the economy um third thing and last thing and this is oh fourth thing actually this is the third out of fourth thing um if you are a more advanced artist um and you are looking to just make a little bit of extra money a month and maybe you're not ready to dive into trainings because obviously trainings i mean that you it's can, a lot you can make a whole separate income from trainings. oh yeah yeah you can make a whole other income but i'm talking about just like if you are a very very skilled lash artist and you are not yet ready to dive into trainings or it's just not a passion of yours yeah like you, you're fully booked yeah and you're you're doing well you're charging the prices you want to yeah. charge but you're like i want to do a little extra but i don't want to you know go all the way into being a lash educator because it it's a lot a it's lot a, of sacrifice oh yeah um mentoring shadowing and calls are great ways great. where you can share your expertise in bite-sized pieces oh, yeah. um and i did this for a period of time where i did like half days and stuff um i think i did like two of them it just wasn't for me i personally prefer teaching very long form classes yep. um not just bite-sized but if you um you know have people that are interested in learning from you you could offer shadowing sessions yep. um where people come shadow you for like a full day or a half day and you can charge you know a few hundred bucks more than that yeah really? yeah what do you think they could charge shadowing sessions yeah for a day five to seven hundred dollars really yes dang Absolutely. if you're an advanced artist i gotta start doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you really need to start learning lashes right come shadow elliot <laughs> one dollar <laughs> one dollar <laughs> he'll pay you um yeah so shadowing sessions mentoring calls if you're someone that can really communicate information effectively over the phone um and you have yep. just a lot of knowledge to share yep. um calls shadowing and like mini micro training yeah and it's a great thing. option too because then your student or your client or customer or whoever yeah. you're you have is going to be giving you like the content to give them yeah like, it's it's really hard to make like training material from scratch it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of time 
Um, but if you just are hopping on a call and someone's asking you questions, you just have to answer them. You don't have to come up with this whole thing from scratch. You're just answering the questions that they're they're asking you. It makes it way easier to to kind of share your knowledge when you just have someone who's shadowing you when you're doing clients and they're like, oh, why do you do this? And then you're like, oh yeah, I do this because of this. And it's like super obvious to you, but it's something where you wouldn't think to put that in a training um, necessarily. And so it's, it's a, and it's also a really great way to get into doing trainings because then you can see all the ways, all the questions that people will generally have. And if you're really like thinking ahead about it, when you start doing shadowing, you start doing calls, write down like the questions that people have for you and like the answer you gave and like how you helped them. And then once you've done that for a while, then you basically have the uh, skeleton of your training manual because you can just compile all these questions that everyone had for you and you can put it all into a manual and then you have a you have training material that's based on like real life things that people want to know and you're not just kind of sitting at home at night thinking okay well what I, I should teach about this I should teach about this you have like really like based in reality um training material that people can get a ton of value out of that you'll know people can get a ton of value out of because they already have they give you the content yeah they give you the content period Elliot per per okay last and final thing that I wanted to touch on is if you are just a full-time working woman you are a working lash artist um add-on services add-ons it's easy um anyone could do them anyone could do anyone them. can do them but like if I, when i was doing like you know 9 10 11 clients ish a day um and i was just spending all my don't time don't be in, like madison don't be like me but when i was doing that um or even if you're just taking a few clients a day whatever it is um i was just doing like brow waxes and tints on absolutely everybody True. um because it took you say hey babe you want to get your brows tinted and waxed for waxed for an extra what 20 bucks 30 bucks i was I was charging $45. Period. Yeah. I was charging tw- I was charging 20 bucks for a tint, 25 for a wax. Um, but it was, you know, it was so easy to add it on because clients are always- They're like, already laying down. Everyone loves convenience. Um, and if you just have your wax pot ready to go and all your tinting supplies, it's not like oh. it's going to take an extra hour. Yeah. You say it'll you. take an extra 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, Period. Yeah. And if you do a great job and you're fast and efficient and you just do like great quick brows, like you don't have to be like, you know, mapping them out, like doing like a whole entire like one hour. Yeah, just clean them up a bit. If it's just like a quick add on service for you, um, then why not add it on to your current service? Absolutely. Make an extra. I, I was making an extra couple hundred bucks a day. Absolutely. At my peak. And I was just it was, you know, I was speedy. I always yeah. had a little extra time at the end of the fill. Yeah. Um, and uh that was kind of the only add-on I really ever did when I was doing lashes. Yeah, wax and tint. Yeah, because they were already laying down. Easy. They already had their eyes closed. It's easy. Um, if you're someone who, like, you are really into aesthetics and you want to add on, you know, facial services into it too, like, you can do that. That's like, a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole other thing. But if there's, if there's like, something that you're passionate about that you're like oh i really love doing this for clients add it on yeah um one thing that was if you're wondering like okay well how do i just start asking clients so i can do their brows you know because that might feel a little uncomfortable for you the way i always did it the way i always did it was i would compliment their eyebrows so they'd be laying down i go girl you have the most amazing eyebrows who does your brows and they'd be like oh my gosh thank you they're so bushy and terrible right now like um you know and usually they'll go into something like 
you know oh, oh I, I haven't got them done in forever I haven't, I haven't got them done forever like you're so sweet um i just do them myself at home my brow girl moved away she lives across town like all this stuff they just because you're having conversation that's how conversations work um and then usually i'm able to you know sprinkle in my little fairy dust um and i would say like oh my gosh i do brow waxes intense if you ever want to add it on just let me know and then it's like super low pressure you're it's not low pressure i'm not <laughs> it's not uncomfortable like hey would you like me to do your brows and it's do your like, tint? And they're like, uh, no. <laughs> no, you know, when you go And then to, you're silent for no, the rest of the appointment. No, <laughs> like, it's like POV. You go to the nail salon and they go, what, do you want to wax your upper lip? And you're like, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but now I do. <laughs> you go in and they're like, you should really get your upper lip waxed. You're no, like, really? there's been so many times I've, they're, they're, you with this there's been so many times i'm sitting at the nail salon and they're just like um do you want your eyebrows done and i'm like oh no thank you and they're like upper lip and i'm like it, it no you should think about <laughs> like, it <laughs> you say no and they're like are you, should, you sure are you sure girl you might want to reconsider we'll do it for free <laughs> yeah um so usually i would just uh insert the conversation with a compliment i would just say i love mm -hmm. your brows they're in they're perfect you have the most perfect brow shape they're they're amazing um and then you know, when they when they start to talk, just insert that. Oh, if you never ever need your brows done, I do it too. I I literally added on. To, I I always would say, I always would say, um, oh oh, I added on to like everyone's appointment. Like it's like, oh my gosh, that's what I do, girl. Like I yeah. I do everyone's brows. Yeah. I go. We can even do them today if you want, or next time, whatever. Yeah. And then they just have it in their head that that's something you do. And if they see your wax pot and your tint and all that stuff like actively out and not like shoved in a cupboard, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. um, then they'll be like, oh, this actually is like a thing she, that she does. Yep. Um. And uh, you can even have it like discounted if it's like an add-on with their lash service, like you know. Yeah, that's another easy way to sell is be like, hey, if I do it as an add-on, it's like it's twenty instead of twenty-five or it's something. It's twenty instead of twenty-five. I get yeah. a little discount for my besties. You're losing money if you don't get your brows done by True. me. But yeah, that was that was really the only add-on I personally ever did. And I, uh, I know a lot of lash artists they add on like the lip mask or something. <laughs> That's a little goofy. I can't. You're like, would you like to upgrade to the moisturizing under iPads? And it's like, <laughs> okay, okay. Do not be upcharging your clients for stupid things, you guys. Don't. It's 2023. Don't. Make it, make it good. Make I it good. Make uh, it valuable. Yeah, when people are like, I've I've literally heard people like, oh, my lash artist charges more to use like this tape or this gel patch under my eye. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't want your clients to feel like you're nickel and diming them. Yeah. You want them to feel like they are coming in for a luxury service. That's why like Louis Vuitton doesn't upcharge you for like the gold zippers on their bag. You'd be you, like, it's come just, on. This is the bag. This is what it is. Yeah. You just it's a nice it's a nice service. Yeah. Make it nice. Have a few valuable add-ons, but don't be adding on stupid stuff that no one needs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, I'm just I don't know. This is <gasps> this is controversial. This is controversial. Wee -oo, wee -oo. tea time. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just for me, telemedicine. For me, drop I your hot take. I feel like the lip mask thing and like the jelly hydro mask <laughs> thing, like during lash appointments. It, it, it the whole point of it is to get clients to not talk. <laughs> really it, it is it that's is. actually it so is. funny. But I feel like <laughs> you only offer it to the clients who you don't want to talk to. I feel like you sh talking to clients while you're working is a skill that you should develop. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like that's I feel like that's controversial. I feel right? like it is controversial because everyone's like clients should be quiet. You should you should be quiet while you work. Yeah. And I totally let get, me focus. I totally get the convenience of that. And I I'm I not it. saying it, it is easier. It is easier to work, of course, but I'm saying if you want to build 
a, a clientele that is very um you have great deep connected yep. connected relationships with your clients I think a big key component of that is allowing them to speak freely during their appointment without them feeling like you're trying to shut them up. You would not have been able to charge to make like 250 bucks a fill if you didn't talk to your clients. If you no. were just silent the whole time, no, no, no possible way. way you would make 250 bucks. My a work was half the battle. Yep. And the your relationship with the client was is huge, huge, and huge. If you can comfortably make people feel comfortable enough. Absolutely. And like, I'm not saying your client should be flailing all over the room like, girl, oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. But I want to make my clients yeah. feel comfortable start to finish at any point. If they want to talk to me about something or yep. I want to talk something to, to them about like I would feel awkward being like, do you want to try this hydro jelly lip mask? And and, and that's the only thing you've said the entire appointment. I feel like as a client, it would make me feel like they're trying to get me to stop talking, which yeah. like, listen, it, you should have clients be still yeah. and comfortable, but there's ways to have people be still and comfortable while still keeping yeah. fluent, casual, good conversation Absolutely. throughout, you know, whenever they want to. Yeah. Some clients are completely silent, that's um, fine. which is completely fine. But I'm just saying as a truly, this isn't even like a tip or a trick, but like truly just artist to artist. If you can make your clients comfortable to, to talk to you and you can build that real relationship with them, that's going to set you apart. Oh, yeah. No, this is the fifth bonus tip of how to make an extra thousand bucks a month. If you start like all not all your clients are going to want to talk. But if no. you start like having real meaningful conversations with the clients that do want to chat and that do. And it's organic. And it's organic and it just comes up and you don't shut down the conversation. Mm -hmm your tips will increase in size. Absolutely. You will make more money. If, it's just a side effect. If you're an artist and you're like, man, my clients don't tip well, try talking to them. Try talking try to them. Try being their friend. Yeah. If, if is, you do, I guarantee they will start tipping you This is you such more. a bonus. This has like nothing to do with the episode, but it's so true. Like it is. No, it's true. Truly, there is just like the job security of being a lash artist is having clients that- They care about you that care about you and you care about them and people yeah. can see a mile away if you don't care if about them fake, if it's fake you only do it for don't the have money. fake conversation i've trained students where they're like i they constantly badmouth their clients and all they want to talk to me is their terrible clients they want to know about it's my like, terrible babe. clients they want to know, and i'm like no. i can't have this conversation because no. i don't view my clients like that no like my clients are beautiful angel perfect princesses to me and i treat them as such and i when they're laying on my table all i want to know is what happened to them this week? What's going... You know what I always yeah, say? They come in, if I have a client named like... Um, Ashley. Ashley. They come in, what's going on in Ashley's world today? You know, it's yeah. all about Ashley. Yeah. You know, that's my little line. What's going on in, in blank world today? Oh, that's cute. I always say that. What's that's going, cute. What's you going can on steal in that. world today? You can steal that. And then it's like, they're like, oh, what is going on in my world today? You mm, know, rather than just like, how are you? What are you up to after this? Hey, babe. <laughs> you know? Do you need to go to the bathroom? What's up? You know, just just. So what's up? You know, get, get <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you? Yeah, it, the more you let your clients know that you care about them and you genuinely take an interest in like their lives, yep. um, your income will increase as a side effect. As a side effect. Don't do it just to get the bag, because they'll they'll they can tell. They can tell if you start talking and you're yeah. like. So how are your kids? And they're like, yeah. you don't want to know about get, my yeah, kids. Yeah, getting that bag is truly a side effect. Don't, yeah, that's why th that's why this is the bonus tip because mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta have you gotta have the right intentions. The heart behind the art. The heart baby. behind the. Ooh, that's good. The heart behind the art. <laughs> Period. 
And that's a light heart lash promise. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. What a great episode. I thought that was a good episode. It was wonderful. Yeah, we kind of freestyled it. Hopefully um, we were recording. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm guys, kidding. We every were. episode that we think is good, we're always like, we're oh, like no, oh no. We're just oh no. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Thank you for all your kind messages. Thank you for sharing this podcast, for telling your friends. We yes, please tell your friends. No, people are telling their friends. They are? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. I love when I see people's stories of them watching it on their TV at home. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite that's thing so in the world. Sweet. That's so like sweet. That's the best viewing experience. You're watching Ellie at night? We're on TV? Man. <laughs> Watch out, mom. I made it. <laughs> um, okay. We love you guys. And until the next episode. Smooches. <laughs>